Welcome into another episode of the Nothing Catchy Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Dewey, aka Pangwangle, also known as the guy going up for last place. Here to talk to you about fantasy football. First off, before we go into anything else, thank you, Jake, for uh, covering me last week. Um, I got the bug thing going around. I had uncontrollable coughing. I found myself, the more I talked, the more I coughed. And I didn't really feel like that was going to be a very fun thing to listen to. Um, get maybe three or four sentences out and then coughing. Um, and I didn't really want to edit out all the coughs either. So I should be good. There might be one or two little coughs here throughout it. Um, feeling much better. Um, so yeah. Uh, we are on the last week, so after this week, we will have a champion for the Nothing Catchy pod, pod, uh, Nothing Catch Podcast and the Nothing Catchy um, Fantasy Football League. And <clears throat> yeah, there, this has been an interesting week so far. Um, I, we're gonna have we're gonna have a meeting after the season is done. So um, what we'll do is I think we're going to have a meeting and we may actually record it and post it as a podcast for anybody who's outside of, of this uh, league listening, who is interested in the idea of uh, what, what it takes to, to make a league, uh, what are f- some fun, unique ways to kind of change it up and stuff. Uh, Cause we've got a number of rules and a number of uh, things that people want to change and want to do next year. Um, and with it being a money league, we need to make sure we, we have things set up. So, what we'll do is we'll have that meeting, and then after that meeting, um, myself or and or Jake will write up a constitution, shall we say, uh, a bill of rights, I guess you could say as well, for for this league, and that that way we can always everybody can refer back to it. They can see the rules, they know where the boundaries are, um, and we don't get in a weird situation in the middle of the season where somebody doesn't fill out their roster and then the commissioner has to think, well, should I fill their positions or not? You know, we'll have that all laid out, figured out and, and, uh, and good to go. Um, I mean, we're all, we're all nice guys and we want to make sure it's a fun competitive league, but at the same time with money on the line, you got to make sure that, um, you know, if you, if you miss out, that's on you, you're the one who's choosing to lose your money. Um, kind of a thing. And maybe, maybe a, a money league isn't, isn't for you kind of a thing. So, um, anyway, so what we'll do real quick, um, it's going to be a pretty short podcast. Cause I mean, I'm not doing the power rankings anymore, uh, because honestly the power rankings are all sorts of weird. I might, I might kind of talk a little bit about the teams and where they ended and, uh, and go through who I think each team should have a keeper on. Actually. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll go through each per each team and based on their current roster and who I think their, their keeper should be. Um, for next year, and then uh, we'll go over the games that have happened. Um, we're since we're the way we have it situated, the week sixteen and seventeen are combined. So, uh, depending on what your score is this week, uh, will depend on uh, plus next week. Will all of a sudden uh, give you your total score and determine who the winner is. So, if you you know are behind this week, yeah, that stinks, uh, but you still have a chance to be able to pull ahead and uh, and make it happen. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. So starting off, uh, chase on the case, looking at his roster, he's got a lot of really good options for a keeper. Um, luckily for us, it's only a one team keeper. Um, there, so the strategy that I want to talk to you guys about with the keeper 
is, um, like I said, it's it's not just um, ADP, average draft position. Um, so whatever the average draft position of the person is, is what you lose. Um, we like to try to make it a little more fun. So it will be average draft position minus one round. So again, if, if uh, you have a player um, who is estimated to be the 101 overall pick, um, then you would lose your second round pick to be able to uh, keep that player. Now there are ha- there has been some trades that have gone around, and I'm not gonna I don't have all that information in front of me. So, um, well, actually, I might have some of that information in front of me. So I'll, I'll be able to try to do my best to determine um, who they should pick based upon what picks they have as well. Uh, but some strategies that come into it is you might be able to have a player on your team who is you believe and might be hopefully right. Um, is going to be a breakout, and when we have that date set for the ADP, that could affect um, when you know what what the the depth is. So, uh, a good example of that is any rookie wide receivers or rookie running backs that are out there that you know will be the starter, um, provided everything goes perfectly in the off season. Um, those people right now, their average draft position would be pretty low, maybe like a depending on the player, of course could be like a fourth or fifth round um, and then they could perform as like a first round running back or first round wide receiver um, you know I'm thinking like Rashid Rice for example I bet he's probably not going to be a high high target um, you know or high average draft position right now uh, but he very well could be perform as a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two next year so he's actually who I'm currently leaning towards for my team to, to be my keeper but um, it will all depend on the date that we select for when the average draft position draft position is locked in I'm thinking it'll probably be something around um, after the draft so let the teams draft so you can know what your team's kind of makeup looks like um, I don't want to necessarily push it all the way to like training camp um, because then it gets really close to the actual season and and that takes away some of the the benefit of you kind of taking a risk on a player. Um, and that's kind of the whole point of fantasy football is there's a certain amount of risk and you don't want to, you know, do it too close because if you do it too close, all of a sudden players are going to be shooting up those average, average draft positions and someone that you may have been able to keep uh, based upon your strategizing um, no longer is available because you maybe traded away draft picks or something like that and based upon situations. So anyways, we'll, we'll get into that with that episode that has the big long, long list of stuff. So um, going through it again, like Chase on the case, like I said, he's got a lot of players. He's got D, uh, D.H.A.N., who probably could be a good keeper. Uh, Jonathan Taylor could be a good keeper. Um, St. Brown is a good one. If he wants to play the the long game, he could play Smith and Jigba, and probably that's going to be like a 10th round, probably, a average draft position. So he could keep Smith for maybe like 11th round pick, which could be turn out to be the number one but anyways we'll see we'll see which one he chooses but uh if it was me i would go with like sam laporta a young guy who's probably going to be doing well or amon rossi brown uh somebody along that line i think would be really valuable uh a chain might be really valuable too so i don't know chase on the case has got a really good roster to be able to choose that's why he's in the championship uh another one kirk's right achilles um I mean, he could go with Cooper Cup. He could go with Mike Evans, um, play those kind of games as well, um, or Puka Nakua. I think, yeah, he's got the one of those three. I think should be um, his keeper. Uh, Team Jake Fitzy, 
Uh, Travis Etienne is probably going to be his keeper, I would say, or Brandon Ayuk, especially Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk goes to, say, I don't know, Kansas City. <clears throat> That'd be amazing. Um, TJ Hawkinson would be a nice save as well, since tight ends are always hard to, to find. Um, but uh, not, as, not as many options, but he's got some good ones there. Uh, to a side squad, gave up his whole team pretty much, so I don't know who he would grab. I mean, he could keep Butker. <laughs> um but I mean, truth be told, looking at his roster and who he should keep, uh, maybe Tua Tonga Viola might be actually who he wants to grab, and that might be like a sixth or seventh round pick uh, to keep him. So that might be might be worth it. Um, you know, looking at the rest of his team, I don't sure if I see any major starters. Pat Fry- Pat Fryermuth Muth might be a good one to grab too, or even Downs. Um, he might be a sneaky guy to to Josh Downs to keep. Um, moving on to gotta love it. Uh, Jameer Gibbs. Oh, for sure. Jameer Gibbs is the keeper, maybe Devonta Adams, but I would, I'd probably go with, uh, Jameer Gibbs for sure. Um, that'd be the guy to, to try to keep, um, Vladinator. Who's he going to keep? Oh man. He's another guy who's got a rough team. Um, I would probably go with Tajay Spears. And the reason why is because I'm pretty sure the starter there, Mr. Henry, is not going to be with them anymore. I think it's going to be Tajay Spears' season um, next year. So that's who I would grab, who I would keep on the team. Maybe K, KJ Osborne uh, might be another good pick, uh, but I would probably go with Spears probably first. Uh, Swifties. Uh, Travis Kelsey could be a, a keeper. Um, Garrett Wilson could be a keeper. A.J. Brown could be a keeper. Um, all of those guys. Isaiah Pacheco, maybe. Maybe. Um, I, I wonder if the Chiefs are going to grab somebody, grab a, another running back here in the offseason. Uh, Pops is great, but he just has been struggling a little bit. Um, moving on, Alopecia Assassins. Uh, Nico Collins could be a great keep. C.D. Lamb could be a great keep. Um, Kenneth Walker could be another good keep. Um, James Cook could be another good keep. He's Most of his team, his starting lineup, could be a good good keep. Um so I I would, yeah, I think he's got a good good stack there. Um, then you got Big Booty Judy, could keep C, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Um, maybe T. Higgins, especially if he gets traded. Waddle, maybe. Um, other than that, maybe Zay Flowers, um, if he thinks that Zay Flowers is going to step up too. Or big or uh, John Jerry Judy could, potentially. But both those could be really late round uh, keepers as well. Uh, for me, if I'm playing the game, uh, Rashid Rice could be a really late a late round one. Tyree Kill could be a good one. Uh, Kyrie Williams could be a good one. Uh, Brees Hall could be a good one. Um, Keenan Allen, I probably wouldn't keep. I picked up Mark Andrews in case I wanted to kind of play the game and see. Or even Tank Dell, who's on IR. I've got a really, honestly, I like a lot of my team. Um, even though I'm playing for last place, I really like my team. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things that, like, Looking at the points for, I have like one of the top points for teams. Um, I am number, I'm in the top four of points scored. Um, and yet I'm playing in last place. That's how, that's how great fantasy football is. Um, then you got Matt, Team Kuptagoff, got Stefan Diggs. Um, he's got Debo Samuel. Uh, Ty Chandler could be the guy then taking over Alexander Madison next year. 
So he's a good keeper. Uh, CJ Stroud could be potentially a good keeper and probably a really late round one too. Uh, if you wanted to, Amari Cooper. Um, I don't know if Amari Cooper's contract is over. I would really wish he is, and maybe I can we can get him over here in KC. Or uh, yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, and then team uh, Anoop. Um, he's got Mostert. I don't think Mostert's going to be the starter there next year. Uh, Mixon. I don't know if he's going to be the starter there next year. Oh, uh, Justin Jefferson. He's probably his keeper. Um, because really, outside of Justin Jefferson. He doesn't really have any major big hitters. I mean, Justin Fields, but not enough to be the keeper, in my opinion. Um, maybe Chris Olave. That might be a later round um, pick if he wants to. Um, but, yeah, looking at the scores, the game's coming up here. Um, th- so this is going to be a good test. So little side note here. I know I've been a big proponent of not doing the two-week championship type stuff. Um Solely because I don't think it really matters if you really watch all the games and how they go. Um, I mean, this would be a great example. So let's let's look at this. We'll see who's winning after the first weekend and see how many teams who are winning the first weekend end up losing. So right now, Pangwango, myself, I'm beating Jake um, 113 to 83. So I'm up 30 points. Um, is that the right? 30? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, 20, 30. 30 points on him. So he's got to make up 30 points to be able to to beat me. I don't know if that's possible. Uh, next game, uh, Dion versus um, Doug. Uh, so Chase on the case versus Kirk's right Achilles. Kirk's right Achilles is at 136 versus Chase on the case at 108. So again, almost 30 points difference on that one. So I don't think Chase on the case is going to be able to come back from that. Um, but we'll see. Swifties, that's 121 uh, points to 94. So almost almost 30 points there again. Yeah, there's a definitely a, a theme here going on, guys. Um, almost 30 points there. And I don't think that's going to have any other change. And the last one, Vladinator versus Team Anoop. Same situation, 127 for Team Anoop and 92 for Vladinator, uh, about 30 points. So everybody currently is up 30 points in this round. So we'll see if anybody is able to overcome that. Um, I really don't think that's going to happen, but we'll see. Um, so, again, the, the teams that are winning right now, we'll see if they end up winning next week, is Pangwangle, Kirk's Right Achilles, Swifties, and Team Anoop. Um, if all of them end up winning by, like, 60 I feel like that tells you that you shouldn't do a two-week thing because that's really torturous for the person who's not because, like, why even bother? Like, it's not going to happen, you know? Um, I understand, like, people wanting to feel like they the best team gets in, but the truth is is you're going to – as long as the best teams get into the playoffs, once you're in the playoffs, it's a, I feel like it should be a one-single-week elimination, uh, see how it goes kind of a thing. Um, if you don't, I feel like it should be a double week elimination all the way through the playoffs. But if you do that, then half the season's the playoffs. So I don't know if we want to do that. And then you'll definitely have a bunch of bye weeks in there. And then it's all sorts of jacked because some teams may have bye weeks during their double week and some teams won't. And it just gets messy. It just gets messy. But 
anyways, with that, we'll see how this week goes. I hope you all have a fantastic day. I hope you had a great Christmas. Um, hopefully your New Year's goes great as well. Um, and with that, we'll see you next year. Have a great night. See ya.